I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Eric Hamilton. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Episode number two. Number two. Here we are. Uh, people liked it enough to give us a second episode. That's right, we got renewed. So, that's that's good for us. Yes. It is. Hopefully this one is as good and we'll get renewed for a third episode. Yeah. it's We're on an episode-by-episode contract. That's right. So By all of you fans. Yeah, exactly. We appreciate you tuning in to our new podcast. Yeah. You know, make sure you subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Yes, those are important. Absolutely. Follow yes. the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. Yeah. There yep, you go. Yep. Check that out. Just like you're checking us out right now. All right. So this week, the Lots new 007 film came out. Yes. The 25th 007 film. Uh, I think so. Yeah. No, no Time to Die. No Time to Die. Yep. We just watched it. We're going to we recap it. We're going to give it our review later in the show. So. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, you can still listen FYI. to the show right now, because mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about it right now. We'll give you spoiler warnings you know, later. Yes. We're also going to talk about the season finale of What If. What If we talk you know? about that first. Yeah? No. No, we no? shouldn't. Oh, okay. What if we don't? No, well, yeah. First, got to talk about the latest news and rumors and Hollywood and all that stuff. All that Hollywood hogwash. Uh, so, yeah, the first thing I have is the uh, Venom box office numbers. Oh, boy. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, set a pandemic record with its $90 million domestic box office opening weekend, surpassing Black Widow's $80 million performance. Yeah. I'm sure a big reason for that was the buzz over the mid credit scene. I'm sure the big reason for that was no one was going to the theaters when Black <laughs> Widow came out. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, it only surpassed it by ten million. So right, you know. I mean, today was actually the most people I've seen in a theater at once. Yeah, for uh, No Time to Die. Mm. Yeah, and there yeah, was it, there wasn't a ton. No, I mean we saw it at what five thirty. Right, it's a long movie too. Yeah, it could beat it could beat Venom's record because it's definitely a much better movie than Venom for sure. There be carnage for sure. <laughs> I left uh, satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, director Andy Serkis said that the original title for the Venom sequel was going to be called Venom Love Will Tear Us Apart. Mm, good call on changing that. Good call on changing it. Good yeah. call, whoever made that call. It should have been this movie will uh, tear your brain apart. Because uh, it was so dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want our review of Venom, go back and listen to our first episode. Episode number one. Episode number one. It's on there. And speaking of Black Widow, it's now free on Disney Plus. It is. So if you have Disney Plus, you want to watch Black Widow again? Yeah. There you go. I think I'm going to check it out again this weekend. Yeah, I really liked uh the dad from Stranger Things. He oh, was he yeah, was yeah. my favorite. Yeah, he's great. And also the the new blonde chick, Black Widow's sister. Uh what's her name in the movie? Uh Yelanova? No. I don't know. Well, they got to change that if that's yeah. her name. Francis they- <laughs> Yeah, no, she was great. Paige, yeah. And, uh, yeah, she played Paige in... Uh, Fighting With My Family. Fighting With My Family. Right. That was like a mind fuck when I found out that was the same person. I, I know, like, right? What? She was Paige? Whoa! Wow! She got much better at acting. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a very short time, too. Yeah. But I can't imagine... I mean, 
people are only going to be going to Venom to see that mid credit scene because that movie's so bad. I I can't imagine they make that much more money with it because right. everyone now knows how bad it was. It was like when Batman versus Superman came out and opening weekend it did amazing. It did, and then it had the biggest drop off uh-huh. for the second weekend. It was a record for biggest drop off in numbers, right? Because everyone was like, because oh, the word got out. Word got out. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, also, Netflix has removed the phone number seen in Squid Game. Yeah. Because the owner has uh, been reportedly receiving over 4,000 calls per day. Yikes. So there's a lot of people that apparently think Squid Game is real. Uh, I think so. <laughs> trying to be a part of it. Right. Come on. I need money. Come on, people. Right. You know, you hear about like back in the 80s when they would put like real phone numbers and you could call <laughs> and, you know, that's why they would do 555. Correct. In movies. But. Yeah. Yeah, how do they how do they screw this up again? One thing I always liked, uh, you remember the movie Last Action Hero? Yeah, and so like they're in the blockbuster, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What's your number?" He's like five 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 eight eight four three, and then he asks a woman, she's like five 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 two two. <laughs> By this logic, there can only be nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine people right. with phone numbers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I thought that was great. That's true. Breaking the fourth wall there. Yeah. Uh, I still have to watch Squid Game. I haven't seen any you do. yet. How many episodes are there? Like 12, I think. Okay. They're all good. They're all good episodes. Well, Joe's not here this week, and on the first episode, I said I'd, I would watch it, and then we would talk about it you know, in two weeks. So that's next week's episode, so I guess I better start watching. Yeah. Have you watched all of it? I've, I watched all of it. Yeah? I had watched it all by last week. And it's great? It's, it's really good. All right. Apparently, the guy who created it was, like, trying to get it picked up for, like, 10 years. Mm. And Netflix picked it up, and now it's, like, the most streamed show ever, ever. on Netflix. Yeah. It's crazy. That is know? crazy. It's, uh, it, was, it was really good, though. All right. Really, really good. I got to check it out. I, I'm guessing I'll be hooked by the first episode, and then I'll just have to keep watching. Yes, it does a good job of that. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Is it gory? Yes. It very gory? Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I just don't eat while I watch the show. I mean... Or do eat, if that's your thing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I eat while watching it. It's no big deal. Uh, well, on a scale <clears throat> of like... I don't know. Is it like saw? Like, Is it like worse than Saw? Or about like Saw's level? Uh, I think it's just more bloody. More bloody. It's not like, you don't see like people get ripped apart. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Also, Variety is reporting that Katherine Hahn will reprise her role as Agatha Harkness in a WandaVision spinoff on Disney+. Plus. This is great. It is believed to be a dark comedy. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, she was very good in WandaVision. Probably the best part I think so. of WandaVision. Yeah. Especially when, you know, the it was Agatha all along. That, the MCU. Yeah. Agatha all along. Right. I guess it'll just be her in that town. Right, yeah. Since, uh, you could know, be Scarlet a prequel, Witch. Prequel that thing. could be a prequel, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But yeah, it's believed to be a dark comedy. Uh, I guess it'll come out uh, next year. There's no, you know, date for it yet. But yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is set to premiere uh, late 2022, probably around Christmas time. Makes sense. Uh, and they're, they're also, I don't know if they're filming Guardians right now. I, th- hmm. but they, they were like, apparently they filmed this or are going to film it as they film Guardians. Right. 
Um, but apparently it's supposed to be like the Star Wars holiday special from a long time ago. Please, please don't say that. Well, I think in a way it's going to be like... That? No, not really. My friends have told me about <laughs> it, but... Holy shit. <laughs> but I imagine in some way it's going to be like a parody of that. I'm but sure. like probably a good version. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, James Gunn uh, tweeted that uh, we'll be introducing one of the greatest MCU characters of all time in the Guardians holiday special. They already introduced Howard the Duck. <laughs> He's already there. Uh-huh. Well, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so everyone's, you know, speculating on who that could be. Right, of course. I'm sure it's like an MCU character I've never heard of. Because uh, right. my knowledge of, of the MCU was not... When the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer came out, I had no fucking idea who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Right, well, were. you look at who... Did you know? What? Did you know who the Guardians of the Galaxy were when, like, that first was announced? So, I did, uh, mainly because I think it was on a cartoon. They were way different, though. Yeah. Um, and I actually thought that was going to be, like, their first flop. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Harley, and they're, they're making them so different than what they are in the comic... Right, but uh, hey, I mean, he pulled it off, and yeah, you know his his knack for finding characters is phenomenal because you look at the Suicide Squad, yes, and the team that he put together in that, yeah, and it, it was great, you yeah. know, like Polka Dot Man was the best character I thought, yeah, in, in that in that whole movie, yeah, he was great, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the holiday special will be released in between Thor Love and Thunder, which hits theater, theaters in May of next year, and Guardians Volume 3, which comes out in May of 2023. Yeah. So we have a long way to go. We do. We do. Man. But Thor. it'll be here before you know it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Really looking forward to both of those movies. Yeah. That should be really good to see, like, you know, because we haven't seen them since Endgame, right? Correct. The last we've the last we've seen was Thor was going with the Guardians. The yeah, they're going to be the Asgardians. The Asgardians of the, Gal- of the galaxy. galaxy. Yeah, that was actually a comic run too. Really? Be- before Endgame. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, nice. So uh, there's there's quite a few uh, news about Batman or Batmen. <laughs> yes, because uh, Ben Affleck recently told Variety that he had a great time filming the Flash movie. Yeah, he said it was a really nice way to revisit that as the prior experience had been difficult. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So even he didn't like uh, the movies. I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you refuse to watch it, but the Snyder Cut is night and day from Justice League. It really is. It's night and day. Is Batman still a serial killer? He doesn't really kill anyone in it. No. No. Because he did in Batman versus Superman. Oh yeah. He straight up murdered so many bad guys. Shh. They're they're sleeping. <laughs> He's all tuckered out. <laughs> <laughs> so he would he would murder random bad guys. Uh-huh. Then he would brand them with Correct. the bat symbol yeah. so that they get murdered in prison. Correct. What's the difference between you murdering this guy and branding this guy? He has a code. <laughs> <laughs> There's no code. <laughs> I know, I know. There's one scene where he just drives in the <clears throat> Batmobile and he's like... And just shoots a bunch of bad guys. Right. It's funny because, you know, like... Um, the Dark Knight Returns, yeah, which is a comic that or the graphic novel that Superman versus Batman draws a lot of its influence from. Right. There's a scene where basically Batman becomes the leader of these like mutant punks. Uh-huh. And one of them has a gun and he takes it 
And he's like, this is the weapon of our enemy. We don't need it and we won't use it. Right. And like breaks it in half. And then the biggest scene in the movie is Batman with a fucking gun. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, okay, right. sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, shoot, shoot Doomsday. Yeah. Cool. That's cool, like cool, his, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was the problem that I had with, with Ben Affleck's Batman. Not that it was his decision, but right. just the fact that, you know, yeah. they made Batman. He was the Punisher. <clears throat> he was basically the Punisher. He's the bad guy mm. in Batman versus Superman. Until Apocalypse shows up, like right, you know, a, a Doomsday. I'm sorry, the Doomsday. doomsday. The Doomsday. Uh, yeah. What w- what I really liked about uh, Snyder Cut was he made uh, Willem Dafoe's and uh, Mara mm-hmm. their Aquaman characters way better than they were in Aquaman. Oh, they're in it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm telling you, you you just gotta watch it, and it's in six like chapters. Yeah, so you can watch a chapter or two if you don't want to blast through three hours. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's no got- promises. Promise me, <laughs> swear to me. I have too much to watch already. <laughs> I know. I have so much wrestling to watch. Now I gotta get caught up on Squid Game. Are those hour episodes? Yes. How am I gonna get twelve hours in one week? <laughs> tape your tape your eyelids up. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Also, Michael Keaton confirmed that he can still fit in his bat suit from the original Tim Burton film. That's cool. Makes sense. I mean, he's still a pretty yeah. thin guy. Yeah. He's probably lays he probably weighs less than what he did when he was playing Batman when he was a young man. Yeah. I I can see that. You know. He might have like an old man gut, but Yeah. But yeah. There was um there was a picture that the director of the Flash movie tweeted, uh-huh. and it was the OG Batsuit, yeah. the Keaton one, and it was spray-painted red and had, like, the Flash logo spray-painted on it. Really? Yeah, I was trying to find a picture. Um, so what's that about? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> when is the Flash movie supposed to come out? I guess next year, 2022? Yeah, I It's gotta be, so. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, when is the, uh, when's the Batman film? The Robert Pattinson one coming out. I think like 2022. It's got to be next year, right? Like yeah. early next year? Uh, probably mid, like summer. The Batman release date. I thought it was like early next year. Oh, yeah, March. That's pretty early. Yeah. You know? You would think a summer movie, but... Right. Like Batman's always come out in the summer. Yeah. Like usually it always comes out in June or July. So that's that's much. the picture that he shared. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Interesting. Right. Well, yeah, the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman sequel is already greenlit as DC and Warner Brothers have liked what they've seen so far. You know, I've actually heard that all the footage that they've tested so far, like uh-huh. people have reacted really well to it. Yeah. And apparently the I think it was the either the end of the movie or the mid credit scene. Like, people that have seen it already have said, like, you know, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And that's going to... Well, I, I love Paul Dano, and I love the Riddler. I like Paul Dano, yeah. I think that's uh, that's a good fit. Yeah. You know, I kind of like his weird, like, dark angle that they're going with. Right. You know, instead yeah. of, you know, green question mark suit, you know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, Jim Carrey did a good job for what that movie was. I mean, if you go back and watch Batman Forever, the only good part of that movie is Jim Carrey. Right. Half of Tommy Lee Jones was good. 
<laughs> God, he was ridiculous. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, his, you- his, he had like a classic old school, just terrible like villain laugh. He'd be like, he would go. What are you, Dracula? Why was he purple? Yeah. <laughs> right. I think what ha- his backstory was that he robbed a bank and then the ink, half of the ink got on his on his face. That that must have been it. The ink got half on half Dennis of his Hopper in speed. <laughs> right. Well, you know, <laughs> being a kid who grew up on Batman the Animated Series, you know, you remember their two face. Of course. And then you see this, you're like, but it's, yeah. it's that. Right. <laughs> That's why everyone was worried about the Dark Knight's version of Two Face because they were like, "Oh God, they, they better not do it like Tommy Lee Jones." Right. And no, they did it well. It's just they, he was in there for like fourteen seconds. Yeah, but they like they, they zomb they made Two Face a zombie. Yeah, he had did. like zombie face. That was weird. Yeah, but uh, have you heard about Jim Carrey's Jim Carrey talking about meeting Tommy Lee Jones before they filmed? No, that movie I haven't. Jim Carrey, they were at a restaurant. And they both signed to do the movie, but Jim, like this is before they filmed it. Uh, Jim Carrey saw Tommy Lee Jones at a restaurant, walked up to him. He's like, hey, Tommy Lee Jones. Like they never met before. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm excited to work with you. And he said Tommy Lee Jones like grabbed him, gave him a big hug, and then said, I cannot uh, sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. Jesus. Yeah. Like, dude. And Jim Carrey was like, do you know what movie you signed up to do? Right. Like this goofy Batman movie? Seriously. <laughs> you know what's funny? All the villains in that movie had a great career bounce back. They yeah. all bounced back from that very well. Oh, man, they sure did. The yeah. heroes? Ooh, not so much. Yeah, not Val Kilmer. Not, not no. Chris O'Donnell. Not Chris O'Donnell. He's got like an NCIS, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But was that before? No, that was uh, before he did that. Bicycle Cop TV show that came on after Monday Night Raw. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. I only remember that because watching Monday Night Raw as a kid, like, he was in some horrible TV show where he was a bicycle cop. <laughs> Bike cop. Bike cop. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember that show. It used to come on after WWE Raw. Yeah. It used to come on after crazy, Raw. Crazy, crazy. Wow. His... His Tommy Lee Jones bounce back from Batman Uh was Volcano, which was great. Yeah, and then Men in Black. Black. That's the best movie he's ever done. Yeah, and then U.S. Marshals after that. Yeah, geez, Small Soldier. Yeah, he just kept. Oh, then he also did um, No Country for Old Men. Yeah, that well, that was that was was way down the line. Yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Also, uh, about Batman, uh, apparently Madonna was on Jimmy Fallon recently. Oh, that was like last night, maybe? Okay. The night before? Well, we're recording this. It was this. this week. We're recording this on Friday, October 8th, and the podcast comes out Monday, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she told Jimmy Fallon that she turned down playing Catwoman in Batman Returns. Hmm. Good call. Yeah. If that's true, great call on her part. For sure. Like, thank God. Yeah. She's not a good actress. No, no. Thank God. Like, they offered it to her before Michelle Pfeiffer. That makes no sense. It really doesn't. Michelle Pfeiffer was Especially, like, so Tim iconic. Burton. You would think he'd be smarter than that. Right, right. Because of how great Michelle Pfeiffer was. Maybe she's just trying to get publicity because no one cares about Madonna anymore. Right. She's trying to build her clout. And uh, she also claims she turned down playing Trinity in The Matrix. Could oh, you imagine okay. how bad both of these movies would have been? Right. So what you're telling me is the headline should have been Madonna was drunk on Fallon. <laughs> 
right. That seems like a more accurate headline. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. Oh man, what, this there's some alternate universe where she played Catwoman in Trinity, right? And those movies flopped. God, the Hollywood hogwash multiverse. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Where we've been doing this show for like seven years. Yeah. And we're just starting the wrestling podcast. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all the news and rumors I have yeah. for this week. So I guess it's time to talk about No Time to Die. Yes. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen No Time to Die and the latest What If episode, stop listening now, unless you don't care, unless you just want us to spoil it for you. But yeah, we, which we will. Yeah, you can come back to this after you see the movie and the show. And Totally, totally. But all If right. you're subscribed, it'll save your place on this episode. Of course. So, so yeah. that's your final warning. Yes. All right? Right. Here we go. No Time to Die. Spoils. Starting now. Yes. So what'd you think? Uh, it was great. It was really good. I thought Even though it was, it was long. It was long. It was long. It was like two and a half hours. Yes, it was. I mean, every James Bond movie <clears throat> right. is two and a half hours now, you know. But the, the action was really well uh, paced. Yes. Daniel Craig, I thought this was his best one, for sure. Uh, well, you said you haven't seen Casino Royale, right? No. That was his I saw Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Casino Royale was his first one. Mm-hmm. And... That one was really great as well. I would recommend definitely seeing that one. Okay. It was great. And obviously, like, it helps if you've seen that to understand this movie a little better. Right. I think I was so burned by uh, the Pierce Brosnan one with Halle Berry uh-huh. that I was like, I'm not watching another fucking Bond movie. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Right. So a good Simpsons uh, reference for this uh-huh. is uh, there's an episode where Lionel Hutz, the attorney... Has this card and it's like no money down. Yes, and uh, they're like, "Oh, but you said no money down." He's like, "Oh, this is all wrong." And he puts a comment like, "No money down." <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, so basically, this should have been no comma time to die. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I thought it was a great movie as well, but I hated the ending. Yeah, because you, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you can't kill James Bond. You can't kill James Bond. This is the 25th James Bond movie. Right. Okay. You, and uh, Daniel Craig is the eighth person, I think, seventh or eighth person uh-huh. to have played James Bond, right? Yes. And at the end of the credits, they put James Bond will return. Well, you can't do You just killed him. If you're going to kill James Bond, then how is someone going to play him again? Because the whole thing with Casino Royale... That was his origin story. Casino Royale was James Bond's origin story. Like it was starting over from the beginning. And now, No Time to Die, you've gone to the end and you killed him. Yeah. Someone else is going to play him in a future movie. You killed Wait. him. How? Can you smell that? What? Oh, reboot? Reboot. <laughs> There's no, hold on. There's no James Bond multiverse. What, what is this? This is not the MCU. This was a variant. This is a variant. It's a variant. Like, okay, let's talk about the MCU. You have Robert Downey Jr. He played Iron Man for over 10 years, right? Uh-huh. And the end game, they killed him off. Okay. Like, you yeah. can do that because they're not going to have someone else play Iron Man. True. Like, True. that's it. They're going to move on 
with new superheroes. And you can't have anyone else play Iron Man because Robert Downey Jr. was too good. Now, like, James Bond, that's the whole thing is that someone plays him for a few movies and then they get someone else. Uh And Daniel Craig's been James Bond for 16, no, like 15 years now. Yeah. Like six movies, I think. Five or six movies. And, like, that's why I was so angry. Like, this guy, this character deserved a happy ending, I feel. And Hollywood has gotten... Like they've start they've they've really started to fetishize like fetishize like killing off their main characters and their heroes like yeah like with Logan I thought Logan was really good too but I hated that they killed him off right right yeah but that was also the last time anyone's gonna play that version of Wolverine yeah you know like he's done for same as Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man so I was really upset like well I mean they could um you know multiverse. Another no, Logan no. in there. <laughs> shut up. Ah, they could. Up, I mean, up, I wouldn't... Up. Look, I wouldn't be upset if he was in the next Deadpool movie and they did a Deadpool Wolverine movie. Okay, yeah. I uh, would totally be down for that. I would be down for it, too. But let me tell you, tell you about my experience going to see The Dark Knight Rises in theaters, right? There was all this press about Batman's gonna die. Like, they did that on purpose. You know, Batman's gonna die, Batman's gonna die. And at the end of the movie, yes, Batman dies, but uh-huh. Bruce Wayne survives. And that was the whole misdirect of with the marketing and the movie. When I was in theaters seeing The Dark Knight Rises for the first time, and they make you think Batman and Bruce Wayne have died. Uh-huh. I was so pissed off. I was like, Christopher Nolan, you motherfucker. I trusted you. I trusted you. This motherfucker deserves a happy ending. Yeah. And you killed him. I was so emotional. I was ready to walk out of the theater. I was like, I can't believe you made The Dark Knight. You made the best fucking superhero movie ever. And then you killed him off in the next movie. You motherfucker. I was so angry. And then at the end, he was like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. And I was like so happy that, you know, he didn't kill him off. He's going to live in Italy. Right. And uh, not at his butler. (laughs) No. But once you see James Bond, once you see the missile hit James Bond and he explodes, you're like... Well, I guess they're not doing the Dark Knight Rises. Well, that's the end of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he didn't even have a moment with his daughter. No, he didn't. He gave her a sweater. That was his moment. He gave her a sweater. He's like, here, it might be cold. Yeah. It just felt so shitty. Like, he's James Bond. There's a reason why James Bond can walk down a hallway and there's 40 bad guys all shooting at him. And he doesn't even have to dodge the bullets. Right. He just goes pop, pop, pop. And they all miss. Well, it's funny because in this movie, a guy has like a fucking assault rifle. Yeah. And James Bond's just <laughs> walking through the forest. But that's every James. Bullets, bullets whizzing by yeah. him. And then Rami Malek has a handgun. Yeah. And th- shoots three times. <laughs> right. Hits him three times. Well, only the main villain could ever hurt Bond. Yeah, that's true. You know, there was a part early in the film where they shot him. And he had no, he didn't have, he was the Terminator. It bounced off of his <laughs> exoskeleton, his metal exoskeleton. You can't fucking kill Superman just like you can't kill James Bond. Right. That, but other, you know, besides that, I love the movie, but. No, yeah, it was good. I mean, uh, so we start off James Bond. Well, no, the first thing we see is James Bond's wife as a little girl. Uh-huh. And we see her mother get killed by the villain of the movie. Correct. Uh, Rami Malek. Right. That's his name. That's his real name, yeah. That's his real name, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we see Bond and his wife. They're on vacation. I mean, really, their whole life at this point is a vacation. Yeah, because he's, he's retired. And, he's retired. Right. 
they don't work anymore. And then she brings up his dead girlfriend from Casino Royale. Uh-huh. And I was like, yep, classic woman bringing up the exes. <laughs> like, he's with you now. Yeah, come She's on. She's dead. He She's literally dead. He couldn't get back with her if he wanted to. No. Like, he's moved, you know, he's moved on at this point. Yeah, okay, sure. He still has feelings for her because if you've loved anyone in your life that you're not with anymore, you're still going to have feelings for them. Correct. You know, I have two baby mamas. They birthed my children. Uh-huh. I'm still going to care about them and have love for them. But, you know, not... You know, it's, it's a different it's, kind it's of love. It's a different kind of love. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, it didn't work out. You move on. Okay. So she's like, uh, Vispa or whatever the fuck her name is. Are you going to go visit her grave? <laughs> and he's like, is that why we're in Italy? <laughs> yeah. It's what like, does she even know about her? But Calm down. So he goes to visit the tomb of his ex-girlfriend, who, by the way, betrayed him. Correct. That's why he also has trust issues, Correct. because the first woman he loved betrayed him. Yeah. Goes to the tomb, the tomb explodes. Later you find out it's Christoph Waltz mm-hmm. from, the, from the last movie, Spectre. Yes. It's been six years since Spectre came out. Has it? Yeah, 2015. I looked it up earlier. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's been a while. That's why I was like, was Spectre the last movie? It seems so long ago. Right. But six years in between Bond films. That's crazy. I guess it probably would have been... Sooner if COVID didn't yeah. happen. Correct. You know, probably would have come out in 2020 or something like that. Because was it, wasn't it supposed to come out like April or May of 2020? Uh, probably. And it kept getting pushed. Plus, there was also contract negotiations by Daniel Craig. He said he wasn't going to do it again. Because Spectre ended with him and his, him marrying his love and yeah. then like retiring. It was like, oh, that was a nice send off for Bond. Yeah. Goodbye. But then they're like, hey, you want to come back and we'll kill you? <laughs> That you see the happy ending? We're going to fuck all that shit up. Yeah. That's also the problem I have with... <laughs> He's like, do I still get my happy ending? They're like, no, comma, time to die. <laughs> right. That's also the problem I have with X-Men Days of Future Past. Like, they fixed all the stuff that they ruined with X-Men 3. And yes. like, oh, everyone's alive again. And then like, hey, uh, <laughs> we got this Logan movie coming out where Professor X... Kills all the X-Men. Right. And then you die at the end. Yeah. Hey, we've also got this Dark Phoenix movie. And uh, you know those characters you tend to love? Yeah, we're going to kill them. <laughs> Fucking kill them. Kill them all. Jesus. Kill them all, right. of course. Um, so then, you know, uh, it starts with Spectre trying to kill Bond again. And they're in his car, which is, I guess, new technology for Bulletproof, which... You know, you could suspend disbelief because it's James Bond. He always has the best technology. Correct. You know, it's like well, Batman. Of, he has uh, technology that doesn't exist. I think of Nick Fury's SUV in Winter Soldier. Yeah. You know, kind of like that. Like sure. they had to get that fucking electronic battering ram. <laughs> and they had to hit it like five times. Yes. Before like it finally broke. Yes. But they shoot up the car a bunch. None of them thinks to shoot the tires. No. <laughs> They're probably tires. bulletproof, so why well, you... they should have at least shown that the tires were bulletproof as well. Yeah, you know, but no one shot the tires; they were fine. Yeah, and that car. Oh, first they get hit by a, a car, <laughs> a Range Rover, a Range Rover with a metal like ramming <laughs> yeah. grill, and the Range Rovers totaled, <laughs> totaled, <laughs> and Bond's car's fine, not even a dent. <laughs> not even a dent. Right, but whatever. He's supposed to, you know, it's basically the Batmobile yeah. at this point. And, uh, you know, he gets away from them, and he just assumes that his wife was in on it. 
Of course. He's like, how could they possibly know that I was here? And he tells her, you'll never see me again. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Bond, you. And then as the doors close. Yeah. She puts her hand on her stomach. Right. Like she wants to tell him something. Yeah. Well, because earlier she says, I have something to tell you. And if you've ever watched a movie, anytime a woman has anything to tell you, even in real life, I have I have experience here. Yeah. Anytime a woman gets really serious and they're like, I have something to tell you. It's either she's pregnant or she's leaving you. <laughs> right. It's one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, she's pregnant. And then, yeah, she grabs her belly as the doors close. You know, right. it's very obvious. And then later we find out that, yeah, she had a kid. Double O baby. Double O baby. Yeah. I guess that's the new James Bond but They're, it's a girl. So. Yeah. Wow. Right. So after he leaves her on the train, five years pass, and it's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And then we see um, uh, this, this lab, the laboratory. Yes. Thank you for saying it right. Get invaded by Rami Malik's, you know, soldiers. Were they, though? Yeah. No, they were Spectre. They were Spectre? They were Spectre and Rami Malek... Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tips off. Rami Malek tips off the scientists. Yes. It's, these James Bond movies are so complicated. They are. There's so many people to keep up with. Yeah. Because there's there's like this new technology where it'll... It's like it produces like a mist or something. Right. Kind of like COVID. <clears throat> it's airborne. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but they could target like the DNA, like your DNA, so that if they spray the mist in a whole room... It'll only kill the person they want to kill mm-hmm. using DNA future technology. Right. Nanobots. Nanobots. Just like in uh, Endgame. Right, which Nanotech. I have a big plot hole to talk about later. Really? Yeah. Okay. You can mention it now if you want. No, we'll, we'll get there. Well, I'm trying to remember, like, you know, I'm trying to remember this movie piece by piece. But, right. So they go to the, Bond goes to the Spectre party. Oh, because he gets recruited by the Watcher. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, in the CIA. <laughs> the CIA. He's Jeffrey like, Wright plays the CIA agent. He's, he's like, also the watcher. Come with me and explore the question. <laughs> what if? What if? You got out of retirement. What if we kill James Bond? <laughs> yeah. How will people react? Yeah. James Bond, you have been chosen <laughs> for death. <laughs> right? <laughs> so he convinces Bond to come out of retirement because Bond's He's had a pretty exciting life, just fishing and being alone. Fishing in Jamaica. <laughs> fishing in Jamaica. Yeah. So he goes to this Spectre party in Cuba. He meets up with this smoking hot Cuban woman. Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, look, I said I'd only use this soundboard because this is the wrestling soundboard, but... Bust a nut. Yeah. Bust a nut. It applies. Oh, my God. That, I don't know who she is, but she will be well-known very soon. That dress had the strongest <laughs> titty tape I have ever seen. <laughs> the shit she was doing and not one, like... Not one millimeter of that dress moved. Yeah. Like, insane. Right. Also, um... Christoph Waltz, I always forget his name. His name's like Bergenheimen or something like that. But uh-huh. you know who Christoph Waltz is. He's Dr. Evil. Uh, he, I mean, that's, you know, he's Dr. Evil's the parody of Christoph Waltz's character. But right. um, it's a Spectre party. He also has Blof- one of his. Blofeld? Blofeld. Blofeld. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Blofeld. He ha- one of his cronies has a uh, an eyeball. That could also allows Christoph Waltz to see Correct. the entire party from but his prison cell. This guy just looks ridiculously cockeyed. He's like, <laughs> "Hey, the first time you see it, 
He takes off his glasses and he's just like, <laughs> right. The other eye is like open like normal. The other one, it looks like someone's like pulling his eye like from right. either side. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Bond gets recruited because they want him to get the uh, the scientist that was kidnapped by Spectre. Uh huh. But really, this is all an ambush for Bond as Spectre knows he's going to be there. And they try to use the technology to spray the mist into the room and kill Bond. Right. Christoph Waltz is like, goodbye, Bond. This is it. But what he doesn't know is that the scientist changed all the DNA to kill Spectre. Yes. So they all drop dead. So all the members of Spectre drop dead except for uh, Blofeld, who's still in prison. Correct. And then uh, Bond. Oh, by the way, there's another 007 in this film. Uh-huh. Played by a, a black woman, because since Bond retired, they replaced his number. Right. Gave it to someone else. And, I, and like, you know, it kind of felt like you didn't have to really do that. It almost felt like a statement, like, hey, we made 007 a woman. Yeah. Right? And she was really good uh, in the movie. So she was, like, she was kind of like Bond's foil, because they're both trying to do the same thing. But she's also trying to be better than him. They first meet up in Jamaica, uh-huh. and she's like trying to seduce him. But then, yeah, she real you know he realizes that yeah right. she's an agent. She was uh, in Captain Marvel. She was Monica Rambo. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought she looked familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So she's there as well, and they're fighting over who gets to take the scientist with them. And uh, eventually, Bond get you know gets the scientist. Mm-hmm. They go meet up with. Uh, Jeffrey Wright on the boat, Felix. His Felix, name's Felix. Yes. And he's also got this other douchey white guy with him who you know as soon as you meet him, you're like, oh, that's a bad guy. Oh, for sure. You just know he's going to be right. a bad he's guy. He's too smiley. Yeah. He's overplaying the part. And of course, he was a bad guy. He like blows up their boat, takes the scientist with him, shoots leaves, Felix, kills Felix, leaves Bond for dead. Yeah. But Bond escapes with a blow up. Uh, raft and then uh-huh. get saved by a boat feels like there was like the, a deleted scene there because you just see that a boat's coming and then the next scene bond's getting in a car right with like <laughs> blue jeans right and then he gets out of the car and he's wearing a suit <laughs> so yeah. we missed a couple wardrobe changes yeah so uh what do we go where do we go after that uh so he's at mi6 headquarters yeah um you find out that M, who's in control of the whole secret agency, like helped develop this technology, but now it got in the wrong hands. He's like this super virus. I never thought anyone would use it as a weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What? Yeah. Are you sure? Right. Uh, Yeah. And then they have to find out like who's behind all this. So Bond goes to talk with Christoph Waltz, Blofeld. Uh And I thought that was the best scene of the movie. Right. Because he's basically like a combination between like Hannibal Lecter and the Joker. Right. It was it was so good. And Christoph Waltz is such an amazing actor. Yeah. You know, like that scene was really good, but earlier in the film, uh Remy Malik's character made uh James Bond's wife uh Madeline. What's her name? I think yeah, it's Madeline. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Like he gives her like the he yeah, like Madeline. makes her spray herself with the poison uh, perfume or whatever to kill Christoph Waltz with, but she doesn't want to do it, so she leaves. Bond doesn't realize that he grabbed her arm, and that's 
and uh, he has the poison shit now. Uh-huh. So Christoph Waltz pisses off Bond. He's like, you're going to be alone forever. Oh, she didn't betray you. It was me. And he grabs him by the throat, but then he doesn't kill him. But then, obviously, because he touched Christoph Waltz, he's dead. He dies. He dies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then they go to, uh, they find out that Remy Malik has a secret layer where he's mass producing this fucking poison to basically kill everyone Correct. in the whole world. Yeah. You know, we're going with the Thanos uh, thing. Yeah. You know? And it's on like a island that like Russia's claiming and Japan is claiming. Yeah. And, you know, it's like this big controversial island. Yeah, it was like an old World War World War Two uh, like base or missile whatever. silo. Yeah, missile silo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they go there. Uh, Rami Malek uh, kidnaps Bond's wife and the daughter, and uh, you know he's got to go save them. Um, so they they tech up, right? Yes, yes. One of the things that uh, Q gives Bond. Which is, you know, it's iconic. He gives him a watch. Right. And the watch is always something special. Like, you know, Goldeneye had the laser and, mm-hmm. you know, there's always cool shit. This watch had an EMP. Yes. To disable electronics in right. a small radius. Yeah. What is the virus? Hmm? Na- nanobots? Nanobots, yes. Small robots. Yes. Electronic. Yeah. Boop. Dead. <laughs> the whole ever since they said they were nanobots i'm right. thinking like why not just shoot him with emp mm-hmm. yeah that's true he's wearing an emp yeah like that's a good point why can't he be like okay they're gone <laughs> zap right so i don't know i guess there's some non-electronic nanobots <laughs> they're steam powered yeah uh so yeah, he he kidnapped the wife and daughter, confronts Bond, he makes Bond put down all of his guns or else he's he's holding the daughter. He's like I'm going to kill your daughter mm-hmm. if you don't do what I say. Like, you know, I'll let you live with your daughter. You just have to leave my shit alone. Don't Correct. fucking destroy all my shit. Bond agrees, but then he shoots all of his men around him and the villain escapes with his daughter. Like a crazy ass like trap door. Yeah, like a trap door thing. Yeah. And then this is, this I felt was my plot hole. Not really a plot hole, but just kind of like a really stupid mistake from the villain. Uh huh. Is that, you know, he tells Bond, like, I'm going to kill her unless you do what I say. And then Bond right. doesn't do what he says, and he still doesn't, he doesn't kill the kid. And then he lets the kid leave, losing all the leverage he has over Bond. Right. He lets the kid go. He's, he's like, just, yeah, I get the fuck out of here. Like, she bites his finger, and he's like, okay, fine, leave. And she's like, okay. And then yeah. she just leaves. She that's goes, all the leverage you have over Bond at this point. Yeah, that's it. You know? So I felt that was a mistake. Bond ends up killing everyone. He uh, he helps, you know, the woman 007 leave along with his wife and kid. Mm-hmm. Again, doesn't really have a moment with, with his child. Just a sweater thing. Just gives her a sweater. Doesn't right. say, I love you. You're cool. Yeah. Sorry I didn't get to be your dad. So basically at this point, like... MI6 is starting a huge international incident because they're about to right. launch missiles onto this island. Yeah. To, you know, destroy up this, this plant. Blow up all this shit. And so Bond has to stay because he has to open up the silo hatches. Yeah. So the missiles can get in there. Right. But he's, so like they have pinpoint, pin, pinpointed, pinpointed accuracy to fly into that hole. <laughs> yes. 
Those are good missiles. Couldn't one missile op- like open the first one and then they can get in? No. Nah. No. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. So he, he gets up there. He he opens it up. He opens the hatches. Yeah. And then eventually he uh, he confronts Rami Malik. Well, he's he's leaving. Safin or whatever. He's leaving, and then the hatches start to close. Yeah. So he's like, oh, shit. And then as he's going back up there, that's when he gets shot, like, like in the back, in the arm, like in the kidney. Right. In the leg. In the leg. You're just with a handgun. Yeah. At yeah. this point, Rami Malik could just kill him. Right. But uh, instead, Bond fights him, breaks his arm. Uh-huh. But in the process, Remy Malik stabs Bond with uh, the poison that will kill his wife it's, and his daughter if they ever come yeah, in contact. Yeah, because it's coated. To, like, he got a strand of Madeline's right. hair. Yeah. And so that virus is coated to them. So he's like, a simple touch, a simple kiss will kill them. Yeah. You will be alone forever, James Bond. And... Of course, this is heartbreaking for Bond, and he shoots, he kills the bad guy, shoots him a bunch of times. Shoots him like three times in the head. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah. Yeah. You piece of shit. Right. And then uh, he calls his wife. He's like, hey, I'm dead. I mean, at this point, he has no will to live because. Well, he's been shot four times. He's been shot, but also he has no will to live because now he can't be with you right. know, his wife and daughter right. anymore. Because you could never get... They also said you could never get rid of the virus. It's like herpes. Yeah. They're like, it's with you forever. These yeah. robots are with you forever. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, all right. And maybe until someone develops technology to remove them? Yeah. You know? I mean, you robots developed... that remove robots. You developed nanobot technology. Yeah. You can't develop removal of nanobot technology? Now, you know, before they said it was nanobots, you know, like the... You'd see the thing in the vial it was moving. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's symbiote. <laughs> they they're going like, to make them venom. It did look like symbiotes. Yeah. So Bond's like, I'm done for. Fuck it. I don't even want to live. I can't be with my wife and daughter. And then the first missile hits. You're like, oh, is this where he jumps? No. Then he gets hit by a missile. You're like, well, oh, yeah. Mind. They fucking explode him with a missile. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then the MI6 all like honor. They all have like a toast with him. Yeah. And they have a drink. They have, you know, a glass sitting on the table. Yeah. And uh, M clinks it uh-huh. and he's like all right back to work back to work <laughs> business as usual and pennywise is like oh shit pennywise uh pennywise <laughs> money penny money penny who by the way she was shriek in uh, the venom she was movie. she was so that's two weeks in a row we saw a movie with her yeah yeah so yeah bond's dead and then the last scene is uh we see uh madeline and her daughter in one of Bond's cars. In Bond's car. One of his sports cars. And she's like, I want to tell you about a man named Bond, James Bond. Uh-huh. And then they drive away. She's going, first of all, the daughter's in the front seat. Yes, the daughter's and, like five. And she's driving like 90 miles an hour. On a windy road <laughs> with a cliff yeah. right next to her. Yeah. It's basically the same place they were in the beginning. Yes. So she's going to go piss on the girlfriend's tomb, oh, I guess. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, she's doing 90 on this windy-ass road, yeah. and the kid's in the front seat. Yeah. So. Look, it was really good. One of the better Bond movies. You know, I just would have preferred a happy ending. You're right. going to replace yeah. him anyway. You've right. never killed Bond before. Well, the last movie gave you your happy ending. This one gave you the fuck you ending. <laughs> it did. It really <laughs> fuck your you dreams. The, yes, it yeah. certainly did. So, there you go. Uh, also, our fans of What's Wrong With Wrestling have requested that we do awards for these movies. Yes. And obviously we can't do like 
best match, worst match, super Su- slow-mo, super slow-mo. Best, best, best move. Well, I mean, there's there were some moves. <laughs> like breaking the arm, that was a cool move. That was a cool move. Yeah. yeah. But I guess I guess we'll do some of these. Uh, okay. This was a really good movie, so right. there's not going to be a lot of worse stuff. Like, worse dressed, I don't know. Uh, hi. Eyeball guy? Eyeball guy. <laughs> he even had, like, a dopey-ass haircut. Yes. Yeah, so right. eyeball guy. Eyeball worst, guy. Worst dressed. There you go. Mainly the eyeball. Uh, best dressed? Uh, the, that Cuban agent. Oh, my God. It's not even close. Yikes. Oh, my God. Yeah, nothing compared to that. She was crazy hot. And she was only in it for, like, ten minutes? Yeah, she's barely in it. Oh. She kicked some ass, though. She did. She really did. Yeah. She kicked my ass. Worst acting? You like, know, they were all good actors. If anyone, the guy who played Logan Ash. Yeah. He was a little too, like, goofy. Right. And the second you see him, you're like, well, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Obviously. Right. Yeah. Best acting? Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. By far. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. I wish he would have, like... Again, that was my other thing about Spectre. Did you see Spectre? No. No? no. I felt it was just, it was super long. A lot of it was boring. Uh-huh. Like, there was so much non-action in that movie. Right. And Christoph Waltz is barely in it, and you're like, man, he's so good, I wish he would be in it more. Yeah. You know? Uh, worst comments? I don't know if there was a worst comment. I don't think so. Was there, there was like a few puns, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, when he kills the eyeball guy, He's he was like, like Q, I showed him your watch. It blew his mind. Because he he has him in a headlock. He hits the EMP. Yeah. And the guy's robotic eyeball starts glowing and sparking. And then it blows up in his head. Yeah. 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 And that wasn't horrible, though. That was like a classic 90s. Right. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger line. Like, there were some pretty brutal deaths in this movie. And, like, three drops of blood. And those came from Bond. Yeah, that's true. That's that's the problem with PG-13 in action movies. Right. And you did get your one F-bomb. Yeah. Uh, Ralph Fiennes said, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Which, if you're going to use it, use it like that. No, there was a lot of good comedy in the movie. Yeah, there was. Um, This comment, Christoph Waltz made me crack up. I can't remember anything specifically that he said. His whole, it was like a, almost like a 10-minute monologue, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And it, it kept great. you going the whole time. It felt like the Joker talking to Batman. Right, right, right. It really did. Yeah. Uh, worst moment? For me, it was Bond dying. Yeah, Because that here. pissed me off. Right. And then uh, best moment would, again, be the Christoph Waltz scene. For sure. For, you know? Yeah. I like so it. so damn good. Yeah. So there you go. There's our review of No Time to Die. Yes. I guess we'll see what they do with the next one. Yeah, yeah. When they reboot it, I guess. I don't know. Reboot it. New universe. <laughs> the Bond multiverse. Yeah. I don't know. Makes like a Sinister Six. All those worst villains get together. Yeah. All right. So now if you've watched No Time to Die, yeah. but haven't watched What If? The season finale. Here's your spoiler warning. Here we go. I have like a whole recap I could read for this real quick, and then we can just talk about our favorite stuff. But right, yeah. So it's, you know, this is episode nine. The Watcher decides he has to, you know, interfere to save the universe, basically, to uh-huh. save the multiverse, or right. Ultron's going to fuck everything up. He's going to kill everyone. So he recruits Strange Supreme, uh-huh. Captain Carter, uh, Star uh, Lord T'Challa, right. Party Thor, Black Panther Killmonger. 
and a variant of Gamora who killed Thanos uh, from their respective universes to battle Ultron. Right. And we never saw this episode of Gamora. No. Because COVID uh, delayed production of that episode. Really? Yes. Oh, that's a moment. That episode of Gamora will be in season two, though. Okay, because Tony Stark was with her. Yes. And apparently he was the champion of Sakaar. Oh, okay. The, I didn't you know, realize yeah, that. The yeah. Grandmaster's Planet. Now, when they when they get Captain Carter, yeah. you notice that scene, right? Um, it was basically like a shot-for-shot shot redoing of Winter Soldier. Oh, which, which scene of it? Where they get Carter and they're in the plane. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. got to go on the Lumiere. It's yeah. the same ship. Uh-huh. She even has like the same, like, you know how he had that, like, darker blue and then like silverish costume yeah they did that as right. well and i mean it was basically the the exact same like uh black widow even asked like oh you know what are you doing friday yeah you know that kind of stuff like right. even the same kind of banner it was great yeah so the watcher takes them to uh, a universe that's completely empty to prepare for this battle uh-huh but party thor accidentally draws ultron's attention because he He's like, I have a tendency to have attract unwanted attention. Unwanted attention. And he does. Yeah. So they, they fight Ultron for a bit. Uh, T'Challa ends up stealing the soul stone from mm-hmm. Ultron. And Strange uh, summons a horde of zombies from the zombie episode as a distraction. Yeah. And that's where we have zombie Scarlet Witch briefly fight Ultron. Round two. Round two. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the team escapes to Ultron's home universe, where they are joined by Natasha Romanoff. Uh, Ultron overpowers them until Romanoff, with Carter's help, shoots Ultron with an arrow containing Arnim Zola's mind. Uh, Zola erases Ultron from the inside, while Killmonger takes Ultron's armor and the Infinity Stones. And that's where I was like, why would he recruit Killmonger? Doesn't he know Killmonger's evil? Right. But... It had to, you know, it made sense for the end. But Killmonger wants all the soul stones. He wants, or all the stones. Yeah. He wants all the power. Uh, Strange and the Watcher. Uh, so, so basically, Ultron, uh, uh, Zola in Ultron's body and Killmonger are both fighting over the stones. And they're both like, like the stones are caught in the middle of them. Mm-hmm. And they're, vo- they're both like basically force pulling like the, the stones are. to them. Yeah. But it's just caught in the middle. So then, uh, Strange and the Watcher seal Zola and Killmonger in a pocket dimension, uh-huh. uh, which Strange agrees to watch over. Right. So I guess till the end of time, they'll just be right. trying to take the, the stones from each other. So the moral of this is no matter where you go, Killmonger is an asshole. <laughs> That's right. Seriously. And like neither one of them will ever give up no. on taking the stones. Correct. Yeah. I guess that's what we're going with. Or he has to just watch them forever, just in case yeah. one of them does. That's uh, that's his job now. Yeah. So then the Watcher tells everyone, go back to your universe. Uh, Captain Carter looks at a picture of Steve Rogers, and she asks, haven't I earned my happy ending? Which is how I felt about James Bond. Uh, but then the Watcher tells her that she's needed on in her current timeline, so she goes. Yeah. But then Romanoff refuses to return because her universe is completely empty. Yeah, she's the only person there. She's like, come on, you know, you could fix this. And the Watcher's like, I can't. So the Watcher brings her to the universe in which the Avengers candidates were assassinated from that episode. Yes. And she shows up and immediately defeats Loki. <laughs> Boom, like that. 
she shows up, just kicks Loki and beats him immediately. Yeah. Well, he wasn't expecting her, so that's true. Uh, so yeah, like earlier when the Watcher tells Romanoff, like she's like, "Oh, we're just stories to you. We're just puppets to you," and he goes, "Your stories are everything to me." Yeah, I thought, "Oh, what a fucking nerd!" He's like the audience. Yeah, like he's the fan. Like you know, he's us because we love these stories, right? You know, like that's I guess that's what the Watcher is. Yeah, you know, like that's that's how it makes sense to me at least. Yeah, we're the Watcher. Yeah, we are the watchers. Yeah, because we watch the MCU. We do. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a good episode, and then there was a mid credit scene, which I'm very confused by, where Carter and her universe's Romanoff discover the Hydra Stomper armor from the first episode, and Romanoff's like, "Yeah, and someone's inside there." Yeah. Well, they don't say if. Someone's alive or dead in there. And he's dead. <laughs> right, it's just a skeleton. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's it's like 80, 90. Right. It's like dying. Uh, that was very confusing. Right. So, a few things, you know, a few what the fucks about this episode. Yeah. When Natasha shows up in this new world she's going to be in, uh-huh. she jump kicks Loki. Mm-hmm. Puts the thing on his chest, you know, turns his eye black. Yeah. You know, to gain control of his mind. Yeah. And Fury, the first thing he says is, you're not my Natasha, but you got her spirit. Wouldn't you be like, what the fuck? I thought you were dead. <laughs> right, exactly. How does, he, how does he know that that's not her? Like, Right, for sure. Yeah. Maybe a different haircut. Different haircut. Yeah, that's or, it. You know, yeah, but you would think the first thing. No, but he knows right away it's not his Natasha. Uh, yeah, That's somehow funny. that is funny. Yeah, yeah. A um, lot of cool, a lot of good fight scenes in this. Right. Um, I like. Uh, there was a, a good point that they made in this. So the reason they're trying to get the Soul Stone is because they're going to use it to power this device called the Infinity Crusher. Right, that's right. Which destroys Infinity Stones. Yeah. So basically, they get the Soul Stone, they let this thing loose on Ultron, and it gets on top of him, and you see, like, all the different Infinity Stone lights light up. Yeah. And then um, it explodes. Right. And you're like, oh, well, that was too easy. Yeah. And then you hear Ultron, he's like, basically, like, every Infinity Stone is completely different. Yeah. And she's like, oh shit, these would only destroy the Infinity Stones in my world. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, you know, a neat little tidbit there. Right. And I figure that's probably another thing that was going to be in the Gamora episode. Right. Like, because they just, they just talk the, you know, she just pulls it out as if we're supposed to already know what it is. She's like, yeah, I brought my Infinity Stone Crusher. Yeah. And it's like, what what is that? They're on, uh, never to delete, never to leer, never to rear, never to (laughs) leer. Whatever it's called. Whatever it's called. Where they, where they make, uh, Stormbreaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And basically they're destroying the Infinity Gauntlet with no stones. Right. So, so it worked there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, what if head writer says she's been getting hate mail due to Tony Stark being killed multiple times in the series. Well, and, uh, well, now I really got to see the Gamora episode. She promises that Stark doesn't die in the Gamora episode. Okay. Spoiler alert. (laughs) He becomes like war machine. He gets like paralyzed. (laughs) Yes. It's just a brutal, like, oh, well, you might as well have killed him. Yeah. But no, I, I really do believe now that 
what if is like a part of the MCU. Like it's going to be, you know, it's going to have ramifications in future MCU movies. It could. Yeah. yeah. Could be you canon. Know, I think it's going to be canon. Right. I really do. Yeah. So. And a lot of people like the, the ending with Natasha going to that, you know, that world where the, most of the Avengers have been killed off. Yeah. It's like, this is the ending she deserved, you know? Yeah. So. Someone else deserved a happy ending. Who? His name's James Bond. Oh, son of a Bond. Bitch. James Bond. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, looking forward to season two of What If. Absolutely. Uh, what's next? Uh, Hawkeye is uh, Hawkeye. next month, right? Yeah. November. Yeah. Nice. Can't wait for that. I know. All right. Well, now it's time for fan questions and comments. Yeah. Uh, first one is from Jason Claver. He says, I'm pretty sure I remember Andrew saying once that his favorite movie is Shawshank Redemption, but he tells people it's The Dark Knight. So f- that's the first thing. He- first of all, you got that wrong. Uh, what I my what my joke was is that my favorite movie is The Dark Knight, um, but I tell people it's Goodfellas. Mm. But in reality, like those are two of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, like I think Goodfellas is the best movie ever made. I think it's perfection. But like The Dark Knight, I just love it so much. But I really love both movies so much. If they're on TV, and I, don't I get can't me wrong, Shawshank Redemption is a great movie. Shawshank Redemption is also one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> and then he says, as a, as uh, as for Eric and Joe, of course Joe's on here. So for Eric, what comes to your mind immediately when someone asks? I'd love to know favorite movies. Yeah, like favorite movie. Uh Man. I mean, now Endgame and Infinity War up there. Yeah, they are. They're so good. Yeah. But like, all right, a non-superhero movie. Non-superhero. What? What? What is that? What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, um, I don't think I have like a favorite favorite. Yeah. Uh, I really like... Um, man, there's so many. I, I love Fight Club. I was going to say Fight, Fight Club. Fight Club's a fucking great movie. Fight Club's one of my favorites. Uh, as well as Goodfellas, and then The Departed. Basically, Scorsese, Christopher Nolan, and Tarantino. Yeah, those are my three favorite directors. My favorite movies are all those movies, yeah. like Django Unchained, uh, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill series. You know, Kill Bill's up there for me. Um, I like uh, Inception, Scott Pilgrim. Okay, Scott Pilgrim's good. Yeah, and then um, quick little story about that. Yeah, a few months ago. My daughter's 15. Um, and, uh, you know, when you're a father of a teenage girl, like, you don't know, you feel like you don't know, like, what they would like. You know, it's like, well, I'm not cool anymore. Uh huh. But I showed her Scott Pilgrim. I showed her the movie. Right. And she loved it. Yeah. And I felt like the coolest dad for showing her that movie, you know? Nice. She really liked it. So, yeah. yeah. That's that a great good. movie. Yeah. It's really well done. Um, and she also loves seeing, like, you know, because fucking Chris Evans is in there way before he played oh, yeah. Captain America. It's like yeah. all these famous people before they were that famous, you yeah. know, or in that movie. Captain Marvel's in the movie. Yeah. And like that was uh, <clears throat> that was Edgar Wright, right? Which one? Who directed it? Oh, I don't know. Because if it is, he also did, you know, like Shaun of the Dead and Hot mm-hmm. Fuzz. I really like those movies, oh, okay. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve the Don Valente, how great will it be when... Uh, how great will it be when What If's version of Doctor Strange will be the villain of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? I right. I fully expect that. 
we yeah it has to be like right? you spoiled us now yeah <laughs> now, now give me evil strange yeah that's yeah. great uh ben van d well i guess i'll be the one to ask who should be the next bond no one because they killed him yeah they killed him but i guess there is going to be <clears throat> one because james bond will return right i always thought michael fassbender would be perfect yeah no he looks old like james bond yeah and then go watch x-men first class God, he looks so cool in that he movie. Looks so cool. When he goes and kills the Germans in Argentina, yeah. I was like, oh, that's James Bond. Right. Like, he grabs the gun. He's like, when he's walking, he does, like, the James Bond, the James Bond like, you know, yeah. gun turn. When he's walking into, the, like, the CIA or, like, yeah. their first base, he's got, like, the leather jacket yeah. and the jeans and the glasses. Yeah. I was like, man, this guy's so cool. Yeah, I think he'd be perfect. Cool Magneto. Right. Uh, Jalen Silver, what are each of you guys' favorite scene from the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy? It's got to be from Spider-Man 2, right? Yeah. that's the best one. Right. There's so many good scenes in that movie. My, my favorite line uh-huh. is when they're at the bank yeah. and Doc Ock's robbing the bank, Spider-Man shows up, and uh, Doc Ock finally like, wraps around him, you know? Yeah. And... Uh, Doc Ock says, you're getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man says, oh, I have a knack for that. He's like, not anymore. And then he puts, like, the claws on his head. Right. It's like, man, that was, like, a really, like, good rebuttal line. Yeah. You know, to the because Spider-Man's all wit, you know. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah, I thought that was great. I really love the train, the fight scene on the train. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's got to be my favorite part of the movie. Right. The fight scene on the train. It's so fucking good. It is. Like, still to this day, that movie came out in 2004. Uh Uh-huh. And that's still my favorite Spider-Man fight scene of any movie. I think Homecoming is the better Spider-Man movie now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think what hurts the Sam Raimi trilogy is, like, the the dialogue between Peter and MJ is so unrealistic. They talk to each other like they're five years old. You know? Right. Like, if you go watch it again, he's like, I cried like a baby when you were in Cinderella. It's like, blah. Right. Like, oh, what the fuck it's are like, you doing? Okay, weirdo. Bye forever. And they're just like, "I love you. I love you." Boo, 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 beep, yeah. Boo. And it's just like, oh god. But yeah, right. and also the scene where Harry finds out he's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That was great as well. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, Peyton Livingston, who's the next Marvel character that should get a Disney Plus show? Uh, I know they're working on Moon Knight. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I used to play as Moon Knight in um, one of the Marvel arcade games. It was probably Ultimate Alliance. No, it was no? way before that. It was an arcade game? Yeah, where you could play as Moon Knight. Really? And Haw- I think Hawkeye was in it, too. Well, I remember it was like an Avengers game. Yeah. It was like Hawkeye, Captain America. I don't think it was Moon Knight, though. But there was a guy who was all in... He looked just like Moon Knight. Yeah? Yeah. I could be wrong, but... Well, but, okay, so they're do, already doing Moon Knight. Who's one that they should do that they haven't done yet? Mm. I mean, they're doing She-Hulk. I wouldn't mind a Hulk, but they're doing She-Hulk. Right. And I guess Mark Ruffalo is going to be in it a little bit. I would, um, I'd really like a Howard the Duck series. They're pro- well, they're probably going to do that, right? Maybe. Or a movie? Maybe. Yeah. Let me see. So who could Moon be Knight in this? Moon Knight in a video game. Gameplay. Uh-huh. Oh, it was Vision. It was like uh, the all-white Vision that they do in WandaVision. 
Bullshit. Oh, it was Moon Knight. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I don't know. Uh, Mario Rizzo, uh, you must stop. You, oh, you must stop and watch movie when it's on TV, regardless what you're doing, time of day, Ugh. or how many times you've seen it. For him, it's The Rock, hands down. Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, hey, that, that's a great That movie one. has a great line when, uh, when Nicolas Cage goes, How in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell? <laughs> yes. like, that's classic Nick <laughs> right? Cage. You know, actually, Con Air... Every time Connor's on, my day's done. Your day's done. Yeah. There's so many movies, though, that I can't turn off. I know. Again, like Goodfellas, If the Dark Knight comes on, which Dark Knight's on all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's so many. I mean, fuck. There's so many, but yeah, that's... And Shawshank's on a lot as well. My Cousin Vinny's on TV a lot. That's another one where you can't change the channel. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Pop Culture Junkie, what is your most guilty pleasure film that is maybe not the most popular or even well-liked? Like, what's a bad... What's a movie that is generally, people say, is terrible, but you still like it? Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble? (laughs) I like it. Um, What's that Bruce Willis movie uh, that flopped, fuck, in the 80s? Oh. Um, Oh, my God. I'm having a brain fart right now. Hold on. I got to find it. It's it's really funny, but it flops so poorly. And now, I think now people. Oh, Hudson Hawk. I don't remember Hudson that one. Hawk. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's an underrated movie for sure. A lot of people give the movie a Galaxy Quest shit, but I love that movie. I never saw Galaxy Quest. Really? Yeah. I I know it's on a streaming service. You have to watch it. I'm trying to think of, of what movies I really like that people. Okay, well, a, a lot of everyone I talk to. Except for like you, Joe, and a couple friends, but like on Rotten Tomatoes, it doesn't have a good score. X Men Apocalypse. Okay. Most people say they hate that movie. And I thought I'm like, it was cool. I still love that movie. Yeah. Like I don't. I feel it didn't get bad till Dark Phoenix. Like Dark Phoenix was terrible. Uh huh. But I loved Apocalypse, especially at the end when they're actually wearing their comic book suits for the at, first time. Yeah, at the very very end. Yeah. And then cue Dark Phoenix. They're all wearing like they're all in the original suits from the comics when they looked stupid. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> like Cyclops in his outfit from the cartoon at the end of Apocalypse. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, right? And but then never busted again. nut, busted nut. Yeah, yeah. So that's one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that. No, wait, hold on. There's a couple more. A couple more questions. Questions. Uh, King Prime Time. Uh, what's the worst spy or secret agent movie you've seen? Oh, oh, it's the the one with the last one with Pierce Brosnan, the one with Halle Berry. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. There's got to be something worse than a James Bond movie, though, right? For a spy movie, yeah. Um, nothing I can think of. I, there was one. Uh... There's there's been a lot of spy movies that are just like kind of like meh, yeah. But not that I could think of at the top of my like Mission Impossible. I didn't think really got that good until like four. You okay. know when, when they started going crazy with the action with scenes. all the actions. Yeah. yeah, but no, there have been some like clunkers. There was one uh, Entrapment 
with it was Sean Connery and uh, Catherine Zeta Jones, and the only reason people saw it was because they put Catherine Zeta Jones in like a oh, skin tight yeah. leather outfit, and that right. was the only good part of the movie. Yeah, because yeah. it was like uh, you're the old spy, I'm the young spy, right? Nah, yeah. She's like, this is entrapment. He's like, actually, it's blackmail. Uh-huh. I'll take sure. I'll slap a woman. A <laughs> hundred no's and one yes means yeah. yes. <laughs> Timothy Clausen, uh, have you guys watched Doom Patrol on HBO Max? I'm not a big DC fan, but it's pretty all right. So uh, I watched a couple episodes. What is Doom Patrol? It's it's like a super reject bunch of like DC people. It's got Brendan Fraser in it. Oh, really? Man. Here we go. Bad spy movie, The Avengers, based oh, on the God. British TV show. Oh, God. That was dog shit. Okay. Keep, what else? Agent Cody Banks. Oh, God. Codename The Cleaner, Lucy Liu, and Cedric the Entertainer. Jesus. Spy Hard. I like Spy Hard. Oh, I like Spy Hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Tuxedo. Oh, I never saw that either. Uh, it yeah, terrible. that was bad. Triple X, State of the Union. Okay. Yeah. Um, Killers. Ashton Kutcher and Katherine Heigl. <laughs> oh, I did not like that yeah. movie. I Spy, Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, well, there's there's a few. There's a few. To say the least. And I've seen most of those, and they're all pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack Goodwin, uh, loved episode one, guys. Hoping it becomes as structured as What's Wrong With Wrestling, Soundboard Awards. Uh, of course, digs at Josh. Uh, question, as we near Halloween, what's the scariest film you've ever seen? Uh, for me, it's The Sixth Sense. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I saw it in the sixth grade. I was in sixth grade, and my right. parents, for some reason, thought to take me. We all went as a family. Family night at the movies. And I literally had a Bruce Wayne moment where I told my dad I was too scared. Yeah. And, and, he, and he took me out of the theater. Right. Because I was like, yeah, I, that movie scared the shit out of me. I still haven't watched that movie again since. Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like I'd have PS, PTSD as an adult from it. I, I love the movie. But it scared the shit out of me because I have like this weird phobia about aliens. Yeah. When I saw signs. Okay. Because yeah. it's how little of the aliens you see that makes uh-huh. it so scary. Dude, the home video footage. Yeah. When the alien walks by and you're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting. And like he makes you wait for like 30 seconds. You're just watching this cam footage yeah. and you're like, okay, he's going to go. Blah, blah, blah. Ah! And then he shows right. up and you freak out. The part where yeah. Mel Gibson's talking to the daughter, the daughter and they just like looks up and it flashes out the window for a second and the fucking alien standing on the barn. <laughs> right. That movie Fuck. that movie made no sense, but the scary scene, like, why are aliens on the roof? <laughs> right. Why are they just hanging out on the roof? You know, spying. Spy yeah. shit. And then the whole, like, the whole basis of the movie that they're, you know, water kills them. It's like, well, water's in the air on Earth. Uh, yeah. They would just immediately right. die. They didn't attack Texas because that humidity's a bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, Carlos Ramirez, thoughts on the Colin Farrell Penguin show that's in development, and will he top Danny DeVito's Penguin? No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's going to be a an HBO Max show, right? The Penguin show? With yes. Colin Farrell? Yes, 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 yes. Here's, okay, look. I'm excited for the new Batman film. Mm-hmm. I just wish... You know, you've already done the Penguin with Danny DeVito, where they actually made him a fucking penguin. <laughs> yes, yes. That's where Tim Burton went a little too crazy. He was like, oh, his name is Penguin. We're going to make him half penguin. 
It's like, all right. Danny DeVito still did a great job. But, like, there's been so many Batman ad- adaptations to this point on film that you finally had a chance to do the Penguin as he is in the comics, uh-huh. as he is in the cartoon. He's a British guy, you know? Right. And they didn't do that again. Yeah. Like, I wish they would have finally done the Penguin, like, as he's supposed to be. Because Colin Farrell in the Batman movie is just another guy from Gotham. Yeah. You know? So, you know, maybe he'll be good. But I just wish they would have been true to the, the character for once. I would have been interested to see that. Very much so. I mean, actually, the most true they've done to the characters in the, the Adam West TV show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought they did pretty good in, like, the Batman... Arkham games. Yeah, but I'm saying like a, in a... Right, in a live action in role. In a live action role. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, no, everything in the Arkham games was amazing. Yeah, it was... Really My nice. God. Yeah. So, that's all the uh, fan questions we got, though. So, I guess we will bid you adieu. Yes, hope you liked episode two. Yes. And until we see you next time, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star review. Wherever, whichever podcast app you're using. Yeah. And uh, follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. And we'll see you next week. Also, be sure to check out our main show, What's Wrong with Wrestling? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.